What's up everyone? Welcome back to our house. The boys are back from college and we're ready to talk some sports. We also got Adam joining us. We know he's a high schooler, but we'll let him in on this one. So sit back, relax. We got a lot for you. Welcome to our house. College football rankings have just been released this week. We got Alabama at one, Clemson at two, Ohio State at three, and Notre Dame at four. But a lot of people are unhappy about this. Ethan, what do you think about these? Man, um, you know, it was a it was a weird season for me personally as a Gators fan. Um, some some highs and lows, a lot more lows than highs. But personally, I'm not a huge fan of uh, the committee right now. Um, I personally don't think Ohio State should be in the top. Uh, four, not even three. Um, personally, I think Texas A&M kind of proved themselves this season and deserve to be in that. I think they would have they would have put up a better fight against the likes of like in Alabama or Clemson. Um, but like, I don't know. It, it all goes back to you guys. Remember that? Um, I don't remember what year it was, but it was the BCS Bowl. Um, it was Alabama, Notre Dame. Notre Dame was never in a conference, didn't play anyone. Somehow made it to the number one seed and got like completely rocked in the BCS Bowl by Alabama. That's what I feel like this is. They didn't play anyone. They're in a Big Ten who is a Power Five conference but still don't play anybody. And and Justin Fields is not as good as you can see at, by playing Northwestern. Northwestern, can anyone name one person from Northwestern? Exactly. Like, I just personally don't think that they will put up a good fight and I deserve, and I think there's other teams that deserve a higher seed than them. Yeah, so it actually came out that Dabo Sweeney actually ranked Ohio State 11th, the lowest among all the coaches that get to vote. Now, Schwam, I know the Seminoles weren't really in the race, so what are your thoughts on this? Um, Seminoles, as far as the Seminoles or as far as college football rankings? Cause as far as, as, far as the, the college football rankings, we don't need to dive into the Seminoles um, too much. I know that's I a think... painful subject. <laughs> Thank you for saving me that conversation. Um, <laughs> I think... It's hard. It's hard to decide who, especially this season, who's going in and who's going out because of how how wacky the schedules were this season due to the corona, uh, coronavirus. Um, so I do give them a little bit of leeway with that. But yeah, I do think there was other teams that maybe played a little bit harder of a schedule than Ohio State. And not even to have them at four, to have them at three was a came as a bit of a bit of a shock to me. But I don't know. I mean. We'll see what happens. It's it's been a crazy season, so maybe we're in store for even more. Yeah, a lot of times when people talk about the college football playoff, they often want to expand it to something like 16 teams. But speaking of playoffs, the NFL playoffs are coming up, and as a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, last night was a very painful night as uh, our TikTok star Juju Smith-Schuster had a horrible game, lost me my fantasy playoffs, cost me a spot in the championship. 
but the Steelers have lost three straight after starting the season 11-0. Adam, what is wrong with the Steelers? Everything is wrong with the Steelers right now. I hate to break it to you, Chris. I mean, it all started when Bud Dupree went out with an ACL injury, and they also lost some key linebackers as well on the defensive side of the uh, of the ball. So right now, their defense is really just being carried by TJ Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick, and as good as those two all-pro defenders are, it's not enough. And uh, you can clearly see now that after losing three straight games because they can't put, off enough, uh, put up enough points, it's that it's very clear that the defense uh, was carrying uh, this team the first 11 games of the season, 11 and 0, obviously. And you saw that the Steelers had a very obvious stretch of games where they played like Jacksonville, Cincinnati, the Dallas, and and you know they were they were they had the easiest schedule. And and, and I've been saying it all year. You you go watch Make Your Point, Make Your Point show, uh, Instagram, and yeah. Uh, if you if you go watch, you'll say you'll hear that I've been saying for a long time the Steelers are probably the worst 11 and 0 team or, or better team ever. They you could see it. They had their weaknesses. They they're not a running. They can't run the ball. Uh, their passing game was only strong when they played awful defenses like Dallas and like Jacksonville, and, and that's where they shined. But then you put them up against the Ravens, who, by the way, when they played the Ravens the first time, had all third stringers, and you put them up against the Browns, and they can't really do much, right? So you, when they play easy defenses, they're playing okay. But they're really showing their struggles right now after losing these three straight because they lost a lot of key defensive players, and now they can't live up to the expectations that they had earlier in the season. Chris, yeah, if before... I may, I just have some things to say. I'm sorry. There's just three key points here that I, that I took away from, from Adam's thing. Well, two, but the last one's a question for you, actually. Um, one, can we all acknowledge that he said the Dallas just had to, had to say that? Um, two, I don't really know how I feel about the shameless plug that he, he put in there. Um, and three is the final thing. Chris, this is a question for you. Um, do you think that Juju's dancing on the opposing team's uh, logos in the middle of the field affected them in some way? Yeah, listen, I'm a huge Juju Smith-Schuster fan. I think he's a great guy. I think he's a great player. But whenever you do something on another team's logo, the other team wants to knock the heck out of you, right? And we saw, we saw it happen. We saw Von Bell absolutely obliterate Juju. And you heard it with the Bills, and you heard it with the Bengals as well. It got them hyped up. They wanted to hit people hard. They wanted to go out there and just beat up on everyone. Fortunately, like I was going to say, before we, we actually got on the show, uh, ESPN reported that Mike Tomlin would actually be talking to uh, Pittsburgh's TikTok star about his antics and see if he can maybe dial them down. Because I think as a team that's not really that strong, dealing with injury problems, getting that other team hyped up, is not really what you want to do right now. So I think as much as I love Juju, and I think he should be the fun guy that he is, save the TikTok dances for when you score in the end zone versus before the game on their team's logo. Anyway, Pittsburgh Steelers aren't doing great, but there are other things to look forward to. You know, the NBA season is upon us. It's about to start tonight. We see the Warriors kick off against the Nets at 7. We see the Lakers and the Clippers kick it off at 10. So, Adam, what are you looking forward to this season? I, I'm just looking to watch. I'm looking forward to watching basketball. Honestly, it feels like the finals were yesterday, and the Heat were in those finals, and it was awesome to see them there. And obviously, Bam and Dragic and 
and Jimmy was dealing with some stuff throughout the finals as well. But I'm, I'm super excited to see them, and I'm excited to see Jimmy carry the heat again this season. I think they're already underdogs. You know, people already say, oh, Kevin Durant, by the way, is looking amazing. So I don't doubt people who are saying the Nets can make it all the way because he's just Kevin Durant is the second best player in the world when he's healthy. Um, and so I don't doubt the Nets, but we beat the Bucks. Is Drew Holiday really the change maker in the Bucks offense and defense? Like, I just, I just don't get it. Like, they gave away Eric Bledsoe and George Hill. They got Drew Holiday. I just don't see how that puts that, how that puts them above the Heat, and I don't see how the Celtics or Sixers or anyone else are above the Heat either. So right now, I'm really looking forward to see what the Heat are going to do, uh, and and I, I can't wait to watch the NBA play this season. Yeah, me too. I'm certainly looking forward to seeing Steph come back. He's looked really good in some preseason games. Look like he hasn't missed a step. Now, Schwam, what storylines are you looking forward to this season? Any big returns to old teams? What are you looking forward to? Chris, well, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to uh, people that were injured last season playing this season and their impact on that team, and also young talent. There's so much of it now. Um, I want to see John Morant flourish this year. Um, I love what I'm seeing from Lamelo Ball. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity for new players that we are not focused, to, we are not normally paying attention to, to get attention. I think the players like uh, even Jamal Murray, who gained a lot of attention during the bubble because um, of his play, is going to be a huge factor for the Denver Nuggets this season. And that's what I'm looking most forward to. I want to see young talent shine, and I want to see what impact Kevin Durant has on the Brooklyn Nets now after a season like last season. What does that Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant duo that everybody's been waiting for, what do they, what does that look like? And so far in preseason, they looked pretty damn nice. So I want to see what it looks like um, against some real competition like the Lakers and like the Clippers. Yeah, for sure. I'll definitely be curious to see how a lot of these rookies do getting used to the NBA game in such a quick timeline. Uh, now, Ethan, as we were talking about before, there's a lot of young talent, but the Lakers are the, still the veterans, still the favorites. They added Montrezl Harrell. They added a lot of great players, Dennis Schroeder. Um, who do you think is actually capable of knocking them off the throne? Um, right now, it's anyone's game. Um, again, the bubble just ended, um, and players are getting older. Um, I saw this thing on Instagram that said, um, when LeBron is on and AD is off, you're still going to lose. When AD is on and LeBron is off, you're still gonna lose. If it's fifty, if they're both off, there's a it's a fifty-fifty chance of you winning or not. Like right now, LeBron is undeniably the best player in the world, and still will be for a very long time until he, Bronny comes into the league and he decides to finally retire and come back later, like MJ did. Anyways, right now we really don't know. Um, there's chance in the, the Clippers camp, but like there, again, there's no team in the West that can compare it to them. Honestly, I, I don't think so. And, um, and in the East right now, the East, it's been such lopsided. It's always been like the past few years, the West has been so much stronger than the East. Um, but this year could be different. Um, with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, both healthy on the Nets, um, Giannis again, and, and the Heat, um, which I honestly, as a huge Heat fan, I'm not, 100% confident in them this year. And I will tell you why. I can see Adam's head shaking and I can tell you why. Because last year, yes, we were very young, but we also had a lot of key players that were like kept this this um, like the, the team together and the chemistry together. While yes, we still have the majority of them, 
personally, I think Jay Crowder was such a huge key factor into that team that people just like overlook. And he's, and I think that's a huge part and a huge loss. Um, and I also think that Jimmy Butler needs another all-star on his team. That's not Bam um, and, and not Tyler Hero. I think there needs to be another player, and I've said it from the beginning, I don't think Giannis is the answer. Um, I think, uh, honestly, personally, I would love to see Bradley Beal in a Miami Heat jersey. That's just me. Um, but, like, right now, I don't know, maybe the Warriors with Steph healthy, but, like, I don't think they're 100% or what they used to be. Um, so right now, I think this is a lake show all the way. Yeah, certainly going to be interesting to see what James Weissman does with the Warriors. He prides them some some height in the middle. Um, the Nets certainly coming back. Yeah, I don't think the Heat quite have the weapons to take down the Lakers um, or even beat the Nets in that case. I just think the combination of Kyrie and KD would be a bit overwhelming. That's all we have for today. Uh, the boy, Like I said, the boys are back, so you'll get plenty more episodes of Our House. So thank you for joining us. Make sure to like and subscribe and go check out Make Your Point. I'll give Adam his own plug. I'll see you guys next time.